um i almost didn't go because i'm like this is me freely walking into an awkward situation with a stranger that i don't know and so i literally almost didn't go and my best friend sam DeGroft, a friend of the podcast just had to call me and say what the frick are you doing get in the vehicle and I did. <laughs> I did, but I was literally making vomiting noises the whole time because I just was very stressed out. I mean, it just sounds <laughs> like you're afraid of rejection. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Put a Cork in It. We're so happy you're here. Um, sometimes, Austin, I think about like, where are people listening to this? You know, on the road, sometimes when we're recording, I try to picture it in my head. I constantly picture people listening to it on I-71 North specifically. Um, what about you? Well, could be, uh, it could be I-71 if you are just unfortunate enough to live on the west side of Cincinnati, I-75 and all that construction. Horrible. No, yeah, I would not envy you at all. Um, possibly evening run, the sun going down, oh. you know, bugs actually starting to just hit you in the face every corner you turn. It could happen. I, I, I have not that. put much thought into it, though. All right. Well, I care about the viewers more than you, obviously. Um, but to introduce ourselves, if you're new, my name is Monica. My name is Austin. And we're just really happy you're here, guys. I've already said that, but I just feel a little emotional today. Also, I'm having a little bit of a raspy throat, but I'm kind of into it. I've always wanted to have a raspy throat. Kind of into it. Anyway, <laughs> um, I feel like I need to make a PSA to everyone. Um, Austin and I are both a little bit tired this this um, evening as we are recording. Um, Austin, I don't know why you're having a lack of sleep. Oh, you keep waking up in like the wee hours of the morning. Horrible. Just keep waking up and can't go back to sleep. And then when I finally go back to sleep, it's not enough sleep at all. Okay. I recently had that problem and it went away recently because I've been staying up too late, um, potentially with a male species, potentially have a boyfriend, potentially. Um and by potentially, I mean actually, for those who may be confused. <laughs> um, I hope he listens. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's super outright and obvious. Uh, yeah. For sake of the podcast and keeping it vague, we will call him Chad, um, is the name we've agreed upon. And by we, I mean Austin and I. I have not run this by Chad in any way. So that's that's a good relationship step there. Anywho that's me Austin I feel like you were one of the people who was just genuinely so excited for me and I just gotta say thanks I was extremely excited when you told me I had to like kind of pry it out of you you didn't like I, th I thought you would be more excited to share but maybe you're just you're waiting to tell people until it gets a little bit further down the road type of thing because ah, you yeah. know first relationship in a long time like <laughs> you don't want don't want things to go yeah. south quickly. Put the facts out there, my friend. Um, right. Hey, I'm and not, let it let it be known, she got set up. Let it be known, and you know what? We will save that story for another time because I think that's very key. Set up very successfully, might I add. Anyway, so that's me sharing my heart. Probably will regret that later, but too late now. So today we are continuing the coworker tradition. 
Um, and we were having on another coworker of mine, which again, I feel like it's a great sign that you work somewhere awesome is that people you, well, I've actually known this person for a while, but people that you work with and don't know super well can just come and pop on, you know? So today we have Ben Shooty on the podcast. Um, some quick facts, a fellow Mason alum, go Comets. Um, ben was a hooligan in high school and I always just felt like a mother, older sister role to him. And now he is technically my boss at work. So that's a little uncomfortable. Um, but Ben, welcome. How are you doing? Uh, the tables have turned. The tables truly have turned. It's great to be here. Uh, and I would like to, to clarify, I'm not technically your boss. I, I am your boss. That, that is plain and simple. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Did not think that's what you were going to say, but you really said it. Love it. Hey, but I am I am uh, glad to be here. It's always uh, always fun getting to just banter with uh, with an old friend and a new friend, Monica Austin. Yep, yep. When I thought about having been on the podcast, it frightens me a little of how much you and Austin <laughs> would vibe. So that's typically what happens when I bring on male guests in particular. But it's fine. I feel um, the vibes. Yeah, um, Austin. I did put you on blast a few guests ago asking about your middle school, high school self um, with Eddie. So I kind of wanted to give you the room to ask any questions to Ben about me in high school. If you have none, that's fine. But I did feel like it was only fair to open up the window, you know. Ben, how much did Monica value cheerleading in her life in high school? Mm, Monica, like I, I would, I would really say that a lot of Monica's identity was found in her cheerleading status. Um, I think it was everybody knew that that Monica was was the the cheerleader. You know, she what that was what she did. That was who she was. Um, and I really think that 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 was that was really what what she was all about in high school. Thank you for that, Monica. Could you still do the Mason like halftime routine by heart? Now, funny you should ask, I did do something uh, common cheer the other day for some friends. So the answer is yes. Um, and I would say that's the mark of a committed athlete, in my opinion. <laughs> something just so ingrained that you literally can't remove it from your brain is, if you tried. Yep, it is injected into my bloodstream. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. thank you. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Ben, for sharing that. Anywho, um, all right, Ben, we had you on to the podcast. I mean, obviously the high school connection is there, but I feel like Ben and I reminisce on high school a decent amount or just like good times, whatever. Yeah, um, for better or for worse. For better mm. or for worse, for sure. There's definitely some negative emotions that come out. Um, but I feel like now that we're all college grads, that feels very old, um, <laughs> feeling like we can also reminisce on college as well, but even more than reminiscing, I'm talking about like pure nostalgia, like you really just longing for the times of old, if you will. So we're talking like, I mean, if you feel the need to go back to third grade, by all means, but maybe we're heading to more of a high school college vibe where I guess my question is, is being nostalgic bad? And then explaining your answer there. So like, if yes, why? If no, what are the st stipulations of keeping a healthy nostalgia, if you know what I mean? Um, and then also I have some questions after that. So 
what I mean by is nostalgic, like good or bad is I think for me, sometimes I can get really caught up in the like peaked in high school mentality of like, wow, nothing will be better than memories, you know, go comets till I die type of vibe. Um, that can be a little bit unhealthy. So I hope you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. Um, does anyone feel passionately about taking this question first? No, no worries. So in college, my housemate uh, was very much nostalgic of high school, like to the point where it was like, dude, like that was like two years ago. Like you're having like, you're in like one of the greatest places on earth in Oxford, Ohio. Like, why can't you just like be here and enjoy this? So I guess the answer is like, it just depends. Yeah. Um, I don't think nostalgia is inherently bad. Right. I think it's, I think it's great. I think positive memories are always something you can cling on to. Um, and like always know, like no matter how bad a time is now, you can look back to a certain time and be like, man, that was really good, like really good. I'm glad that I went through that type of thing. Um, Personally, I'm not as nostalgic on high school as I am college. Okay, Mm. fair enough. Yeah, I see, I think that there is a definitely a healthy level of of nostalgia to be had. Um, But I do think that it's just a really, a really tricky, tricky place to be because I mean I think we all know those people kind of like you just mentioned Austin that are maybe a little too stuck in a a particular season of their life whether it be high school or college or something else and um, I feel like I (laughs) I mean transparently my first couple years of college I fought really hard to not be that guy Um, as much as I did love my high school experience and I did love a lot of the the things that I did it was, uh, I, I didn't want to be that guy. I feel like everybody knows that guy or that girl, you know, where you're like, ah, oh, like they are still like hanging out with all their high school friends all the time. They didn't make any new friends. They, you know, they, they still are maybe like living at, at home or maybe they like take frequent trips back home or they just like, like whatever the case may be. I feel like it just is a, it's a sign of someone being scared to move on with their life, um, which maybe is a way deeper, more emotional discussion to be had. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I have definitely been in a place just with my own experience in high school where I'm like, there are times where I wish I was back there doing, running it back again through the halls of, of Mason high school. But uh, you know, you got to fight the urge. You got to fight the urge that, that comes with wanting to go back to when you peaked or oh, so, so some might say peaked. Hey, some might say, some might know is fact. Okay. I, <laughs> I think I agree. Like freshman year of college, I definitely was that girl that was like in high school, me and my friends did this. Like that was definitely me. But now I feel like, like however many years into adulting too, Oh my gosh, I think I'm going on three. Oh gosh. Um, I feel like I'm more reminisce on like the really great times of college in terms of like really great conversations or really great like funny moments or like missing friends from college that live far away. I feel like there's almost a mature nostalgia. Whereas I feel like it was in college, like 
let me outdo your cool story from high school. Let me tell you what (laughs) me and my friends did. Like, it was almost like this competitive edge of like who had the most wild um, high school experience to which I often lost that competition because I didn't do anything. So I feel like there's almost a maturity that comes with nostalgia, but I do think that it can get you into your feelings to a point where you're all of a sudden like sad about you know missing college friends missing college in general and then you can't really do anything about it but then maybe it's even healthy because you need to reach out to your friends you know and I feel like you two in particular are probably an anomaly of a very big generalization I'm about to make so just know that before I say it I feel like maybe men could benefit from a healthy bout of nostalgia more because I tend to think that men suck at keeping up with their friends way more than women and are okay wow and are okay with it even like "Eh, just don't talk to them anymore but love them like a bro i'm like maybe find out if he's engaged before you see it on the (laughs) you know what i mean no i mean like i i see what you're saying i mean i think it's a wild generalization to just place that on men um but i do think that there is a level of of that being true but I also think that that it just happens to be that you are really good at keeping up with friends and therefore you're assuming that all guys because they might not be as good as you fall on this like other end of this generalizations because I also think again and let me go back to this I think that there's a there's a level of like healthiness to removing yourself from that season of your life where like I have some I had some good friends in high school that I really don't keep up with a ton anymore maybe we'll like shoot them a text once or twice a year or something like that see how things are see how it's hanging but like I'm I feel like there's a level of that where it's like if though if you want those people to be your crew like you want to stay tight with them you want those to be your boys your girls like that's great do it but if you don't like I don't have the relational capacity to maintain 300 different friendships from my last 15 years of life you know like I just don't like so well said it just it's that's not how it works and so I think that maybe you have a high relational capacity Monica but uh I do not and so I have to pick and choose wisely on who I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm putting time into now let let me say that she did did she not say that we were both anomalies to this generalization yeah As in I, we are good at keeping up with friends is that what you said that is what I said, but Ben's kind of debunking that in terms of what is the definition of good? Because I would definitely be on the extreme of like, you need to keep up with all of your friends from this point of life on, which is definitely not realistic and honestly has gotten me into some tizzies um, because I can't keep up with people like I want to because there's so many people, you know? I see what you're saying. But I will say my brother is one of those people who totally does not keep up with his friends. And it like, it bugs the crap out of like my mom and his wife. It's like, (laughs) what? Like, I hear about all these friends that you used to have and- Where are they? (laughs) Like, you never, you never talk about them. Like, what's going on? Whereas like now, like 
if I think about somebody from something, like I just text them like yeah, right you're, on the spot. You are so good about that. And I need to do better about that strategy of just like random thought, text it, you know, instead of just being like, oh, thought about them today. Cool. Mm. Yeah. No, that's a good strat. I, I like that strat for sure. I just feel like I'm, I, I'm a little too much. Maybe I'm like too in the hole at this point, mm. but it feels like one of those things where it's like, if I were to think about somebody that I truly haven't talked to since my senior year of high school, it would be really weird if I either texted them or like DM them and was like, yo, like just were thinking about you the other day. They'd be like, get yes. the heck away from me. Like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> depends on how you word it and like the type of person is that is on the end of that. Mm. Like the yeah. people that I'm texting it to, like they know, like, hey, he legitimately just thought of me and like actually genuinely wants to know like what's going on. Yeah. So right. that takes an EQ on the other end. And like, if they want to be worried <laughs> about it, you know, they're not somebody worth texting. That's right. maybe that's my opinion. It always comes yeah. around to EQ, man. It always does. Mm. Yeesh. Well, you even did that, Austin, with um our first guest this season. Like you and Eddie don't keep up. You were just like, hey, you're cool. You have a cool story. Do you want to be on the pod? And he was like, sure. So Correct. clearly it works for you. The text method is great because you can just like throw it out there. And then like when they get a chance to respond, like that's great. Maybe they never mm. respond, even like whatever. Like I just, I put it down and I continue yeah. on. Yeesh. Well, so I, I would agree that I am an anomaly to this generalization. Mm. Let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known. <laughs> I Ben, there could be a list of people out there from high school just waiting to receive a text from you and being like, oh, a massive list. It, it's a mass. Like I, it was running through my brain as we were as we were having this conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, could you imagine if I reached out to you know blank blank and blank? I'm like, holy crap, those are people I truly haven't haven't even spoken a word to in seven eight years you know but it is true like some people just do not have like the relational capacity to do that and I I think I read somewhere that it was like the human can like actually only keep up to like 200 relationships at a time and then like that's like Mm. high end like and I I actually talked about this the first time I was on the podcast, Monica, how like humans are like very lazy when it comes to the relationships. And it's like, it just happens to be like people you work with, people you see at the gym, people you go out to the same bar with, people who like the same sport as you. Like, we're just so lazy when it comes to that. So like when people Mm -hmm. don't want to do the same things that we're already doing, it like is like thought as just, exponential more effort to keep up with said person yeah oh for sure I mean even like Ben is a great example like if I didn't work with him we would have literally never talked I would have been like mm-hmm. it would have just been like a see in heaven type of moment honestly so it Dude, is not a bad moment sure but, um, <laughs> to be honest like now that we work together all the time like literally basically share a desk he knows so much about my life and I know so much about his life that I would definitely not be sharing with him unless it was like conveniently we're in the same environment every day so that's interesting too is maybe being more intentional with the people who are like naturally almost like god's put them in your life for a reason like you should care about those people and they're naturally in your life so it's really not that hard you know you don't have to necessarily hang out with them outside of work you can just vibe 
That's and correct. let it be known, let it be known then that that does support my, uh, my side of not keeping up with a lot of the people from high school because they are just not naturally in my life anymore, which again, <laughs> is not necessarily the right frame of mind, but it certainly, right. then but it's not inherently with... bad either. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So, and I, I think that, uh, that definitely sides on on Austin's point of you know we're lazy and we tend to just uh, tend to just gravitate towards the people that are are uh, in our life naturally because yeah it if it takes a little extra work it feels like I just don't have that that relational capacity. Yeah, yeah. I also think that I can't give myself a ton of credit in this avenue because a lot of people are very intentional with me and initiate with me. So it's not like I'm out here being like, here's my spreadsheet, reach out to Bethany on Wednesday. Like, that's just not me at all. It just kind of happened. Mm -hmm. Also, this brought up a question that I have for both of you. When you are back in your hometown, or even not even your hometown, when you're somewhere in public and you see someone from high school, just someone who's been removed from your life for a while, and it's not necessarily like the easiest, like, hey, Jordan, what's up? do you avoid or do you intentionally like go up to them slash wait to make eye contact? Depends on the person. And if, if I care enough to talk about them or like talk to them. Yeah. I I feel like I'm, I'm like very much. So there are very few people that I would intentionally like walk up to and be like, Hey, what's up? Most people I would probably keep a close eye on. And then when it feels like there's this like opportunity, whether like you said, like eye contact or like maybe they like get up to go like if we're at like a coffee shop, you know, and it's like, oh, it looks like they're like getting up to go to the bathroom or like, oh, like, you know, finding the right moment to kind of interject there. But you don't want it to be like to make it seem like you basically walked in there looking for this person and you were like, hey, how's it going? Because then you put yourself in a weird spot too, where I just feel like you're you're setting yourself up for failure because now you yeah. have to pretty much own and run the conversation. And Correct. Then you're in the spot of having to be like, "All right, well, it was great catching up. I'll uh, I'm gonna be sitting over here, just two seats over, but uh, good to talk to you." You know, like it. Yeah. It also like, depends, like if they're with somebody, like that's always awkward. Sure. Like, and the person just sitting there and so and so sees so and so from high school, and it's like, oh my gosh. But right. I do. <laughs> I do long for like the days where like we have like physically aged more and like people start going, is that Austin Jake or like something like that? I look forward to that, like being uh-huh. in public and being like, is that so and so? Like that would be funny. Like I I would enjoy that. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's like there's definitely people. I feel like I've heard even like my parents talk about that kind of stuff where it's Happens like to my parents all the time. Yeah, they're like, is that this person? And you're like, how? what they're like 40 years older than the last time you saw them how do you know and it's like I don't know that does seem like a fun game to play though wow I just could not like I I love both of those answers but I just could not disagree more I am very much an avoider unless like I'm already really? the person yeah. who's most nostalgic about high school is the avoider well, give me and a break the person and the <laughs> arguably the most relationally like uh equipped person out of I mean I can't speak for you Austin I don't know you very well but (laughs) considering how relationally equipped Monica is it feels like 
very unlike you. Wow. Well, it is weird. And it's, it's a, t- I've recently been reflecting on a lot of toxic traits that I have. And this is definitely one of them. Like I see someone who I could easily say hi to, but also could easily not say anything to. Could you and wait I, for eye contact and just give a wave? Like, oh, no, I am waiting until it has to happen until it's like, we <laughs> see walk. sometimes if I, if I know, like, I'm like passing and like they're staying like yeah. if I if I don't build up the courage to say hi I'll text and be like hey saw you at so and so like hope all's Ooh, well no no how on earth is that no. that bad at that point you don't even text them bro you miss the opportunity I uh, just I fall on the sword fall on the sword I'm dead <laughs> I don't know you guys there's just something there's something about me avoiding awkwardness that I just like Going on the first date with, you know, Chad. Chad. Um, I almost didn't go because I'm like, this is me freely walking into an awkward situation with a stranger that I don't know. And so I literally almost didn't go. And my best friend, Sam DeGroft, a friend of the podcast, just had to call me and say, what the frick are you doing? Get in the vehicle. And I did. <laughs> I did, but I was literally making vomiting noises the whole time because I just was very stressed out. I mean, it just sounds <laughs> like you're afraid of rejection. Okay. I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't say that. But who isn't? Exactly. Being honest. Ben's just like, nah, I feel great about <laughs> character. I Whoa, bet Chad, no, 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 I bet no. Chad felt similarly. I think Chad did yeah. feel similarly. In Chad, fact, Chad was in Chad was like even in more difficult position. I feel like I feel like just knowing the scenario, it's kind of like you kind of had nothing to lose, Monica. But you know, if thing like Chad would hear about it for a bit if yeah. things went south. So I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like you made the right call by. Uh, yeah. by you, you certainly know, did. Just, yeah, yeah, we I all agree. Did. I did indeed, but also. That was a very paralyzing feeling. I mean, I could not get up off the couch, genuinely. Like, I was just, like, stuck there. I mean, could you imagine if you didn't, though? Like, I mean, you you probably would be getting more sleep, but... I would I be mean, getting... I mean, Ben saw me... I, I don't know if anybody really cares, but Ben saw me in a state on Monday... On whole Monday, not even Monday morning. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I could not stare at my screen that put me to sleep it was it was horrible like mm-hmm. how do people do this I don't know uh, I feel like most people don't stay up till like 3 a.m and then go to work the next day so that's definitely a hypothetical time that Ben is throwing out for sure very random right, um, <laughs> right. hypothetical uh, specific sure. anyway yeah. um Okay, so what is, okay, what is your guys's, I feel like this has been a question that keeps coming up, but just takes different forms depending on the topic, and I think it's becoming one of my favorites. What is your guys's go-to response when someone you're talking to is going hard nostalgic, like they cannot shut up about high school, college, a specific event, a specific thing in their past like it's going it's turning into a bragging but also they're just really obsessed with it what is your strategy do you sit there and listen and wait for it to be over or do you interject 
do you throw in a sarcastic comment? Like what are, what are the vibes here? It depends on if I can relate to what they're saying. Like if I can relate, I'll totally feed into it and like agree with them. But a good strategy is to ask them what they're looking forward to. Literally force them out of the the retro. Yeah, that's a, that's a good strat. That's a good strat. I feel like I find myself, well, I think it, it, one thing it depends on is if this is, if this is somebody that, for instance, is talking about high, high school and I went to high school with them. So yeah. like, can I kind of like what Austin said, like, can I like relate to them and feed into the conversation a bit? But either way, I think there's like, <laughs> and this like kind of shows my hand in terms of uh, conversation strategies. Uh, more like conversation escaping strategies but like kind of just being very much so agreeing with them but not adding anything to the conversation of just like yeah man yeah like, yeah yeah it was good that was good oh that yeah that is fun, your strategy you know? yes like, i've witnessed like, you do that but not actually then being like oh yeah and then that one time when i did you know and it's like because then you're just it's going to keep going and you're going to keep feeding the beast and so uh, eventually you have to you have to eventually say like ah yeah good times but anyway and now I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the new strategy uh, proposed by Austin there of like ah, yeah good times anyway what what are you looking forward to what do you got coming up on the near future that you're you're excited about you know to try to get things going in a different direction because I mean if we're being honest everybody loves to talk about themselves. That is like a, a, just the normal, like prideful nature of a human being. And so I feel like when you can get them, they're already going to be, be rambling. They're going to be talking a lot when it comes to their past and all of the good things about their past. And so if you can get them talking about their future, it's mm-hmm. more unknown. It's more up in the air. It's more, you know, uncertain where I feel like they get less uh less talky um and uh less talky more coffee you've seen those uh those uh, little uh you know really cheesy signs that uh you know like suburban moms hanging there there uh I don't know why well I thought about that because they use the word cop or talky but anyway he is circling. really really stumbling over this connection circle circling i'm I'm following the whole way now it's good thank you thank you um circling back to the talkie um (laughs) yeah just like really trying to to kind of move them from one topic to another i feel like it's a great strat great strat also i love the way that you abbreviate strategy i'm a big abbreviator so that's something i'll definitely be adding to the repertoire right yeah another strategy you can do is just say hey that sounds awesome tell me more and then (laughs) i'm serious though they will say less instead of just going yeah good i promise you and then like it works like a charm and then they'll get like they'll be like oh wow like i've been talking a lot i should ask them a question about them and then key strat number two ask them about like one, like the next time you see them, ask them about one thing that you remembered from your last conversation. Oh my gosh. Austin is genuinely incredible. Is this just like having good, being a good listener and having good conversation 101? Is that what this podcast has turned into? Yeah. I mean, 
I don't want to say that uh, I'm in sales for a living, so, but. Well, correct. welcome to the club, Austin, all three of us. <laughs> this is a big old sales group. Um, Austin, you are literally one of the best listeners I know, literally. So I feel like anyone should take notes from you. Every time I talk to Austin, I'm like, I'm boring him to tears. This is embarrassing. And then at the end of the conversation, he remembers everything I said, asked me intentional questions. I mean, gorgeous. Um, but anyway, no one asked me about my opinion. Um, when someone is being extremely nostalgic to me, I kind of feed into it in a very sarcastic way. Like, no way. And how many people were there? Like asking random statistics or like, can't believe that my high school only did this, like hyping them up in a way that's so ridiculous because who cares? You know, maybe they just <laughs> deserve to feel really special in that moment, even though I'm being incredibly ingenuine, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do think that you, you walk the line of, uh, of being incredibly offensive. Um, <laughs> I'm, by, I'm hurt by that strategy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just. I wouldn't ever use it on you guys. Well, obviously, but come on. How do you want people to remember you? Oh gosh. Okay. We're transitioning from this question because I'm being serious. my soul is being ripped. Okay. I don't do it all the time. It's just in a specific ridiculous situation. I'm like, I will respond to your ridiculousness with ridiculousness. And that's, and that's a low EQ moment for me. Mm. I'll say mm. it. Toxic trait. Something she's going to have to reflect on later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Add it to the list. Honestly, I should start a list at this point. Just rattle Add it to the spreadsheet. <laughs> What am I tackling this week? Because adds so many people making it editable. So like if you if you oh find something added on. Um, okay, we're we're gonna transition. So um then something new we've been doing on the podcast is um well two things. One, we ask the guests what's next for them, what's coming up, what are you excited about? Could be something as you know simple as ice cream tonight or a big life event. And then we will round it off with a hot take. So yep. that being said, do you think you're ready to go or would you rather start with the hot take? No, I'm ready to go. I feel like I have, I'm locked and loaded. on. I feel on like you should be locked and loaded. If you say Those things are coming to my brain already. Yeah. If you say so. anything other than what I think you're going to say, that's going to get you into some trouble. So go ahead. Uh, well, what I am very much so looking forward to, couldn't be looking more forward to it. Well, I couldn't be looking forward to anything more is uh i am getting married in about 32 days i think that's the correct math uh and august getting married to my wonderful now fiance soon to be wife lily um and so that obviously yeah thank you yeah hold your applause please until um, the end of the podcast um Forgive me, but low EQ. Yeah, <laughs> low EQ, low EQ. Uh, I am obviously very much so looking forward to getting married. Uh, that is a exciting, exciting time of mine. Um, in the even more near future, I'm excited. I'm in the process of moving into the place that Lily and I are going to be living together. New apartment. Um, that's where I was at right before this. I was. Uh, kind of starting to get things set up but i got one more question before the hot oh, sure. take sure where's the yeah. honeymoon 
The honeymoon will be in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Let's go. Yeah, really looking forward to sitting on a beach and not having to worry about a single thing and just eat as much as I want and drink as much as I want. So if we're talking about nostalgia, when I was a junior, all the seniors seniors went to Punta Cana when I was a junior. And then like when I was a senior, nobody did anything cool. So that is that is my like. That's what I think of when I think of Futakana. I am sorry about that. I I wish I could redeem that for you, but unfortunately, I'm not going to take you on my honeymoon, Austin. Uh, (laughs) I do not blame you at all. Nor would I ever ask anybody to do that ever. (laughs) Thank goodness expectations were set early. I mean, wow. Thank goodness. Yeesh. Okay, we are moving on. I feel extremely uncomfortable. Okay, so the hot take of the day. It's really taking everyone back to their Disney Channel selves. We will be giving our rankings of the um, High School Musical movies. This has been a very hot topic in the office recently. Ben and I have very polarizing views. So Austin, I'm very curious to see where you land. So I think we will go around and share, and then we can do a quick debate. So when someone shares, please don't outburst an emotion. Let them <laughs> let them have their opinion. And well, now I feel like you two need to go first, certainly because I, yeah. need, I need to come in at the end sure yeah okay. my my hot take i don't even think it's that hot but apparently it is is high school musical three high school musical one high school musical two ben would you like to go so mine is high school musical two high school musical three and then high school musical one thank you awesome i agree with Ben, the High School Musical 2 is the best. However, I put one second and three last. Oh, three last. That, okay, that might be, we actually might have a big circular discussion that's about to happen here because I, I feel strongly about my rankings, one, but two, I think I feel double strongly about the fact that because of how strong I feel about my rankings, I feel very strongly that both movie two and movie three do not deserve that bottom spot okay maybe maybe let's start with austin what is the deal with high school musical three i'm so confused dude it's just it doesn't have that nostalgia factor for me for the rest of them if i'm being honest graduated high school i mean golly it just brings it all up I'm not a I'm not a nostalgic person of high school, man. I told you that. I told you, ever you that have, from the get go. You ever had a girl that you were like you were so sad that was going so far away to college, and you like you know drove your clunker truck all the way up to this said. Sounds college like you might have to, been. No, I I that's not me. That's that's, that's Troy Bolton. I'm just telling <laughs> Troy Bolton's story. Well. Funny enough, everyone, Ben did want to be Troy Bolton in high school and play basketball as he actually did, but also star in musicals, which he actually didn't. So recently that's been, um, we're all trying to find ourselves in the movies, you know, and mm-hmm. today it was brought up that Ben is Troy Bolton, which is technically true. But then there was a unanimous vote that I was Sharpay and that hurt a bit for me personally. <laughs> so anyway... I like, I think I've seen High School Musical 3 like three times max in my life. That's a crime. That's a crime. Okay. I've seen one and two like at least 15 times. Yeah. 
I can understand why you're ranking it last. I think that's why a lot of people rank it last is because it doesn't have the OG energy that maybe the first two do. Um, I would love to skip ahead to where you guys tell me why High School Musical 2 is the best, even though could not agree any less. No, I would like to, I would like to start and hear your, right, you're playing a great facilitator role right now, Mon, but I really do need to hear your opinion on why you think High School Musical 2 is so bad. Okay, well, thank you. It is my job on this podcast, so I'll take that as a compliment. I, here's my thing on High School Musical 2. I think it has good songs. I'm not trashing on the songs. I think the storyline is horrible. I think it's a simple conflict that could have been easily worked out if there was just better communication. Whereas the other two movies, there was so much more real drama. Whereas this one was really like, you were working your job too much and like didn't hang out with your girlfriend and now she's like leaving the resort. I don't know. There was just, it wasn't it for me personally. And then, and then I I think that <laughs> the costuming in High School Musical 2 is so bizarre. I think it doesn't make sense. They're like, whatever is multicolored and primary colors, let's throw it on their bodies. And I think that's very distracting. Okay, okay. Hold on. Well, for just one second, let us all get on the same page that plotline and acting is not a tier in high school in a yes, disney channel original movie it's not not even you, close. you don't have the you don't have the ryan reynolds and the bradley coopers and all of these people in these movies like these were i mean Spielberg is not directing <laughs> exactly like sure like zach efron is big now but this guy was some no-name like 18 year old that was doing these production like this acting was not good the plot line is a disney channel original film it's not a blockbuster billion dollar film so the fact that you just kind of crapped on the the plot of one of of a disney channel original movie is like well no dip like yeah it's going to be a pretty (laughs) average plot line it's also a made for tv movie like you guys compare like I'm not saying it's an amazing plot line. I'm not stupid. But what I'm saying is, compared to the other ones, it just feel like there was a huge drop of the ball where someone was just like, hey, this happened to me one summer. Want to make it a plot line? And someone said, sure. I When I think back in high school, I totally think more so of like the summers with my with my guy friends. Like I, I do not think about it as much as school. So maybe that's why I resonate with high school musical too the most. Freaking going to the pool with every I mean, like that was the that was my jam. Like I, I just think that I just think that there is a lot more like deeper, like yes, there is the like overarching plot line of Troy and Gabriella, because that is always the overarching plot right. line in, in high school musical. Right. But like there is enough of these subplots in the midst of of all of them for that matter, but high school musical too for sure, of like, you know, you are are now meeting uh Ryan and Sharpay's parents, and that plays a huge role, especially then as we look okay. at at Troy's uh plot line and going and playing basketball at the University of Albuquerque. Like there are so many like subplots in the midst of that that like Which I think people can ju- relate to exactly and so i think if you like if you if you let yourself get caught up in oh the main plot is 
just Troy and Gabriella like not being on the same page like that's the main plot of literally the three movies is that's they, the main like, plot of this... a, a billion high schoolers in America in a relationship right, exactly. and they don't know where they're going to college in general <laughs> exactly come exactly. on <laughs> it's so relatable like it is such a relatable because like the reality is it is a a like pipe dream that anyone actually lives a life of I'm in musicals and I get to sing duets with the woman of my dreams. But what is relatable in the midst of a unrelatable singing duets with the woman of my dreams plot is the woman of my dreams is like starting to not like me because of my actions and I need to fix them, you know, like so relatable. Wow. I'm going to say that these are incredible arguments. And I, I think my reasoning is just that I don't, I don't love the energy that comes from that movie. I think I'm more vibe with the school energy and that might be the real reason. Here might be a more interesting take. Top three high school musical songs. Whoa. Okay. Uh, top three, just like favorites. Or are you, or are you staying like the like best, like songs when we're breaking down the quality of a song? I would say your, your favorites there, Ben. I don't think okay. we need to get too deep into the, uh, <laughs> the musical composition of these songs. Sure, please, please sure. bring up the musical scores and we'll say how complicated they sure. are yeah no we don't need this to be a two hour long episode my yeah. favorite my favorite song is easily easily i think it's called what i've been looking for oh uh -huh. yeah easily maybe, okay can you just say your favorite one from each movie so that we're not okay okay movie one obviously favorite yeah, one for you okay. favorite one from movie one would probably have to be i think i think stick to the status quo is just so amazing no is that is that because of because of your cameo in the mason high school yearbook video all right let's move uh, on to that song I feel like it might have to be that might no, have to I'm be a dead. story for another time. <laughs> All right, but, we may uh, we may link that below. Ben, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but I think no doubt about it. My favorite song from movie one is "Breaking Free." No doubt. As it should be, the you know finale song. You know everything was building to this moment. Right. That's what the movie wants right. you to think. Yeah. Exactly. You can't get out of it. That's fine. I got out of it. All We're right. Good. All right. Awesome. <laughs> movie number two. Movie two, it's easily bet on it. It's not even close. Easily I, the best song. Completely disagree. I believe that <laughs> is um, Work This Out. Incredible. Wow. You know, okay. Out. So bet on it and work this out. I. If you pick every day, I'm going to literally turn off. No, the no, 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 no. It's not every day. It, I think that I probably would be between uh bet on it and but i don't know i think uh you are the music in me i i don't know what it is but the troy and gabriella do oh, love that. Really get me, you yes know? yes love that mm. okay but then high school musical three really has me in a tizzy so austin you're gonna have to start because i'm debating between like three right now i literally can't tell you a single song from that movie <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> the tears i can let me let me pull up my Spotify here. Let's see if I can throw something together here. I'll, I'll go ahead and give my take to start. I think uh, again, 
puts me in a weird spot of really just liking the Troy and Gabriella duets. But I think that uh, my favorite, I don't know, dude. I think that, I think Just Want to Be With You is probably, is probably my favorite. Yeah. But uh, I got to say, there's like, there's something as unrealistic as the basketball scenes are, there's something about that opening now or never scene that that really yeah. gets me, really I, gets me excited about the movie. Completely. That's what threw me off. That that at the beginning, like, whoa, like east mm-hmm. east versus west high, like right at the that, beginning. Uh, like, what else am I supposed to be looking forward to? <laughs> the the maybe the most unrealistic part of the entire movie, maybe the entire series, is in that scene, the now or never scene. Like the like you just screamed, Monica, of when everyone goes like puts like pieces of paper over their heads in the crowd and in a in a white dress, uh Gabriella stands up and spotlighted. Says, <laughs> it's just it's like what is happening? Like this is like so far from being even close to realistic. If if I'm remembering any song from the third one, it's a night to remember, I guess. Oh, great. That is oh, top okay. three for me, for sure. I would say I'd have to break, break it down to A Night to Remember, oh, Now or Never. I'm shook. What? Not, not by what you just said. I just saw the year of this album. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Holy crap. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think my all-time fave has to be Can I Have This Dance. I mean, just yeah. pure romance at that point. On the rooftop on the rooftop a callback a callback to the first movie a callback to the first movie as it should happen no callbacks to the second movie as you may notice but we're not going to reopen that game uh, but but uh which movie is the only movie with a miley cyrus cameo good uh, high school musical too get out <laughs> of story. here okay um well we're gonna wrap this john up um hope everybody enjoyed the high school musical and nostalgia with Troy Bolton himself here with us. Um, <laughs> if you do, if you don't like High School Musical or just like genuinely didn't grow up watching them, and you still listen to all of that, no words for you. I incredible. Um, anybody have any final comments, Ben? Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate your presence. Hey, it was it was a pleasure. Um, you know, I always enjoy talking about nostalgia to an extent. You know, sure. not. Uh, not overdoing it as we've discussed already but appreciate you guys having me on of course austin do you want to carry us out here my friend ben it was great to meet you uh, i hope your wedding is awesome man that's insanely exciting so thanks for, for taking it. some time to chat this evening absolutely appreciate you guys well wow i mean i feel great you guys know where you can find us put a corknet official on instagram we will tag Ben if you feel the need to follow him after his hot takes that were shared. Um, but until then, we'll see you next week. Have a great one. It's a lovely-